0: Hey, it's another Christmas episode, Steph. Whoa, I don't know why it stopped playing. We got another Christmas episode because I forgot.
1: Another Christmas episode?
0: Yeah, because we did a Christmas episode last week.
1: Oh, yeah, we did. We kind of covered it. We decided to do another one because I had never seen Die Hard.
0: That's right. And this song obviously featured... Maybe you didn't notice it, but it was featured in Die Hard.
1: No, I did not notice really i i mean i probably heard it but did i i was i thinking about it had i have i heard this song before i don't think so so. you
0: haven't heard run dmc christmas and hollis
1: no i don't think i have
0: well we can't play the whole thing (laughs) because
1: of copyright we
0: will be (laughs) i mean we probably could nobody's they're not gonna know but this is solid we'll have to we'll watch this after okay um it's a solid Christmas song, yeah. So, December twenty third, I'm in the Ooh. middle of a blizzard here in Saint Paul. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that. Exciting. I mean,
0: Question they mark? happen up here. Yeah, it's, I'm. It's it's more obnoxious when there's not a pandemic going because you. I'm not as prepared to just be inside all the time. So I have less groceries when there's not a pandemic going on. Right. But if you're prepared for it, it's just like, yeah, don't, don't drive anywhere. And you kind of just chill at home. Just It's like, it's like a, it's, it's like a hurricane day in Florida only there's no real danger.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. just
0: like, yeah, you can't go outside because it's kind of cold.
1: I'm excited. It, it's supposed to actually be cold here on Christmas Day. Uh-huh. Like lows in the 20s, high of like maybe 50. So
0: dang. Yeah,
1: I know, right? Like, I mean, you know, the high of 50 is not that cold, but <laughs> <laughs> it low, is for Florida. It, it is. Yeah.
0: It is for Florida. Um, yeah. So this is our Bruce Willis episode.
1: Yeah, because we had to build some sort of premise um, for me to watch Die Hard, and neither of us was really big on Christmas movies. So that wasn't yeah. So we it was like, well, let's do Bruce Willis movies. I think
0: you weren't big on Christmas movies. I could have come up with some Christmas movies for us to watch. Um, oh,
1: I mean, yeah, I could have come up with some, but
0: uh, wait, I, guess I,
1: I, I was being lazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. that's fine. Um, have you seen Klaus or Claus or how you pronounce it on Netflix? The one it it won I think it won like some kind of animated feature award last year. Oh, it was in the no.
1: Room. No, I don't think I did.
0: Pretty good. Jason okay. Jason Schwartzman is in it. Um some other people. It's a pretty good Christmas movie. Okay. Um I was surprised at how good it was. That's yeah.
1: exciting. That gives me something to watch on Christmas.
0: What's what's your um what are your top christmas movies oh, uh you just not like them
1: no i no i do i just i guess i don't have a whole lot of like traditions that i do anymore uh because my mom stopped celebrating christmas when she converted to messianic judaism uh oh, okay. yeah so it, it like kind of you know and by that time you think you know like my grandmother had died and all this other stuff so like christmas just kind of stopped being a thing like my sister and i still celebrate it and we would still do our own like little whatever um but i mean i, I like elf um i like yeah. love actually um you do I do. I, I thought that
0: was like canceled because it was like toxic relationship movie.
1: I mean it probably <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah.
0: I haven't seen it so long, but that's just the that's those are the takes that I've heard. I
1: feel like that's a lot of movies, right? Like you a lot of movies, you look back on them and you're like, "Oh, mm, the, that's not so good."
0: The yeah, like recently I heard somebody talking about um you've got mail and it's basically like he lies like tom hanks lies to to meg ryan the whole movie doesn't tell her that he who he actually is like ruins her business just to get to know her like she has oh. to close her her family bookstore <laughs>
1: Yeah, and never, then they wind
0: up at the they wind up together
1: i never watched that movie but that was like the one that came out recently and that's the thing is like you know there are movies like that where you look back but then they're still making movies that are like about that crap the one that came out recently that was like chris pratt and jennifer jennifer lawrence okay on a spaceship was it called like passenger or something Chris Pratt
0: and Jennifer Lawrence
1: yeah basically he is uh the only person awake on the spaceship everybody else is in like you know like hypersleep yeah passengers right so the the trailer makes it look like this big romantic thing he's the only person awake everybody else is in hypersleep or whatever while they're traveling light years to this other place he purposely wakes her up because he's infatuated with her (laughs) And then and yeah and then there there's like well, however the story progresses after that but it's you know like basically he thinks she's beautiful like he watches videos of her or he does whatever and he has this weird fantasy so she, he wakes her up and they're the only two people and it, yeah it's, it sounds actually very scary and not at all like this you know like sweet romantic movie like they were trying no. to no
0: get- oh my god yeah well yeah so So.
1: (laughs) christmas um, wait so what are your christmas movies
0: i die hard i really like um i like nightmare before christmas right after halloween or like it's it's usually like the first one that i watch i like that one in between yeah i really like all the like fucked up weird oh by the way i saw you post on your facebook that like you you had to like give the disclaimer that we curse would you rather we not curse?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if I can help it.
0: <laughs> I don't. I mean, my friends don't care. But. I,
1: I'm I'm very good during the day at work. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, I see. Because you work as a librarian. Am I allowed to say that?
1: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Um. Okay, and I yeah, I see. So you might have like, hey, it's Miss Stephanie <laughs> doing a yeah. podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean, most people like. So yeah, I put that disclaimer on Facebook, even though I cuss very liberally on Facebook too. It's okay. just uh, okay. Okay
0: all right well so there's cursing involved here folks yeah. and we don't bleep them because no. we don't have a production studio to maybe just label things. it
1: explicit or something yeah I, <laughs> I have
0: been doing that yeah oh
1: okay, okay.
0: um yeah so I like i like the i like the really like i like rudolph and like santa claus is coming to town just for oh, I the, re- the
1: old animated the claymation I, whatever
0: god it's so they're so bad They're just so they're so terrible that in like, like, like the way it's animated, it just creates a very creepy, very, very creepy aesthetic, which I love. Um, (laughs) I just love it so much. Uh, Yeah. So and I like the I like the weird myth, the like Santa Claus myth. The more we could make Santa Claus's origin story weirder. Like, I would just be all about that. I want us to get to the point where it's like, um, I don't know. He's like some disembodied force in the universe that, you know, like, let's just conflate it. I want thousands of years in the future for people to not be able to tell the difference between like Jesus, Santa Claus and Superman. And it's just like, there was a guy in a cape who was nailed to a cross and he delivered presents to people. (laughs) I don't know. What are these people doing? Like, you yeah. could
1: say, like, oh, yeah, that's yeah I mean. Santa was, like, a homeless man who just, like, would leave stuff on people's doorsteps. And, like, in the weird retelling, people would come nostalgic. And it's become this whole, like, he left us presents when it was really, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like a shoe he found in the the alley. And, like.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's. Yeah. So th- those are the ones that I like. I, I mean, I, I like some of the cheesy stuff. Like, It's a Wonderful Life I like. Um, Not really for the message because I don't think the message that it's conveying is that great, but I love how dystopian most of like the dystopian part of that movie is Mm -hmm. where it's just like Jimmy Stewart's going crazy. I love it. I love the, how weird, like this weird angel guy is here and it's this weird mystic thing. And like this pretty straightforward uh, movie Muppet Christmas Carol's good. Scrooge yeah, with Scrooge is pretty good. The one with Bill Murray. Yeah. I haven't um, seen that one. So. Oh, really? I it's... know.
1: Maybe maybe we should have done a Christmas one where I just watched all these movies I've never yeah. seen.
0: Oh uh, Scrooge is I I like Scrooge. I mean it's it's a it's like a Christmas carol, but with Bill Murray at the height of his Bill Murrayness, you know, like
1: Which is fantastic.
0: In the Bill Murray in the nineties was great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like I like those. Um, I I like Lethal Weapon too. Uh, Lethal Weapon, the original one. I think that's sort of a Christmas movie. You have you have Mel Gibson before he turned into like a racist ra- raving lunatic, right? Um, about to commit suicide while he's watching <laughs> while he's watching Christmas cartoons. It's so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most heartwarming thing ever. Okay, so basically, as an excuse for me to like shoehorn uh, Die Hard into your watch list. Yes. Can we just start with Die Hard?
1: Uh, sure.
0: I know you. I know we're gonna do like the best of, but I have to know what you thought about Die Hard, having never seen it before.
1: So. So leading up to tonight, I watched four Bruce Willis movies uh, since last week, like three of which I had never seen before. Oh. One of which I had just to kind of like refresh my memory. Memory I rewatched. I actually, I really liked Die Hard. That was the one I watched last night. And I was, I hate to say pleasantly surprised uh, (laughs) because, because the other one, the other ones were. I was kind of meh on and oh. I was just like uh, yeah uh even the one I rewatched like that was the one that was really I was like oh god mm. what's going on I don't mm. yeah and then, so then I was like oh okay well I said I would watch it so I have to watch it and yeah. and then it was really good maybe because it was R rated and they could do more things or they could you know like
0: that it movie could be bloody
1: and it could be they could have cursing and you know
0: that movie is like i mean uh, so many action movies are like trying to be diehard now it's just like the, the things that they did yeah. in that movie like like how the action actually has stakes on the hero like the the continuity of of um john McClane, like how injured he gets throughout the movie yeah they didn't really do that much i mean it was but, but, and
1: he go he he is escorted into the limo at the end like the guy has been shot he has been like his feet are cut to ribbons and he gets into i'm like this man needs medical attention and he's just getting into the limo with his wife yeah maybe they're headed to the hospital after that but that's not what it seems like
0: yeah yeah (laughs) like surely
1: there are paramedics on scene who need to help him more than like
0: yeah yeah it's not it's not super it's not like like realism, right? Like it's not—it's not realistic because there, there's parts in the movie that that aren't realistic. But it's—but it's at least like they—they they, they tapped into something that is like we want to see our our movie heroes just get the shit beat out of them.
1: Yeah, like well, that's what we he, want. I was talking about this with my coworker because she's a big Bruce Willis fan, and you know she was talking about how it kind of broke some of the older 80s things so like you had like stallone and schwarzenegger who were these fucking ripped guys yeah and like bruce willis i mean he, he has some muscle on him but he's just kind of average yeah he's
0: 30s ish yeah he, not... yeah, he was 33 yeah.
1: when he made that movie yeah because I was like, I, I've, seen, I've seen some uh, stills of him from some more recent movies, and I was like, oh, my God, how old is he? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, he didn't really start his career until he was, like, 30, so, I mean, that Yeah,
0: makes- yeah. Uh, yeah, just, like, I don't know. I mean, there's a reason that that movie is, I think, is a classic, and it, it's just because, like, the, the things that they do in that movie, also with, like, the setup and payoff are so good, Like from the the I think one of the first lines is it's if it's not the first line it might be the second or third he's talking about making the fists with his toes
1: yeah the guy on the plane yeah
0: and that is that's a setup for a major plot point in the movie like when she gets mad when um his ex wife gets or his current wife gets mad at him when she's talking on the phone and she flips the she flips the um the picture over that's a major plot point because klaus doesn't know or not i'm sorry not klaus hans gruber doesn't know that she is john McClain's um wife
1: wife yeah yeah
0: yeah so like that that's the other thing that that movie does so well is just like here's the setup here's the payoff um one thing I'm surprised that they didn't have a setup and payoff with is with the big bear, that big teddy bear that he brings with him.
1: Oh yeah. Well, cause it yeah, it stayed in the limo the whole time and
0: Yeah. But you would think like how how all of these little details that they're that they're like, okay, this is gonna pay off down the road. It seems like one thing that they could have just another domino that they could have had in place to like knock down in the in the final um in the final fourth of the movie or whatever. Um, the relationship between him and um, and the cop is great.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. And what yeah. was i it was either a meme or it was a key and peel sketch or it was like both together where it's like he was really good in that movie and then they cast him in Family Matters as a cop, As right? the same I, character. Yeah. Right. And it's like I don't, well and they call they call him something different though. No, like yeah. The owl? in the movie and he's like carl in family yeah
0: yeah yeah supposed
1: to be you know
0: it's it's essentially the exact same it sees it changed the name but it's essentially the exact same character yeah right yeah Yeah. and
1: then he gets overshadowed by a nerdy kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) jaleel white has a pretty good instagram by the way urkel urkel has a pretty good instagram he posts some pretty funny things yeah yeah um yeah, it's 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 a good follow. It's a good solid follow. Um, also the
1: movie's long for an eighties movie. It's like two two hours and like fifteen minutes, twelve minutes, something like that. Yeah. Um, so that was surprising. But also I appreciated it because I think one of the problems I had with a couple of the other movies is that it just it did feel too short, like they didn't do enough in the movie. And so huh. yeah.
0: Okay. Um this isn't only a die hard podcast, but no what uh did you have any standout lines from that movie any quotes that you I
1: liked mean, well you know it's been it's been around for most of my yeah, life so yeah. i heard i've heard a lot of them right like the the on the sweatshirt the you know i now i have a machine i have a machine gun now or i have a machine gun too whatever ho 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 that thing. right in the the yippie ki motherfucker yeah i knew oh, of course. So
0: yeah um come, like to the come to the coast come to the coast we we'll have have a few laughs when he's like crawling around in the um when he's oh, crawling yeah. around in the air in the ventilation shaft yeah that, that's a good one did you like hans gruber like that's that's uh what's his name um, alan rickman alan yeah that's like yes! alan rickman's that set him up for everything basically uh,
1: yeah well, I mean, in America, like I'm sure he had done other films in like England and stuff before that, but you sure, know. yeah, um, yeah, no, I love Alan Rickman and he was good in it, so you know, yeah,
0: god, what a great movie! It's just such a good movie, all right, um, okay, so how do you want to do this because you, so you have like you have um active followers on your Facebook page who like threw suggestions at you, we were talking right. about, we we have like We can go through the, the Bruce Willis career. We Mm. can talk about the movies that we watch. We can talk about the top ones. What do you think? What should we do?
1: Um, let's, well, okay. So, so like I said, there were, there were revelations that I had. So I had a hard time putting together a top five because that was our original thing that we were going to do. We were each going to put together like a top five or whatever. Okay. Um, If that's what I
0: said, I forgot because (laughs) I'm uh, terrible.
1: Well, and I didn't... So, yes, people gave me suggestions or people told me what their top movie was. But, I mean, a lot of it was... I was just going based on what I hadn't seen before and what was available on HBO or streaming, you know, where I could stream it.
0: Can can I tell you what I see his arc as being? Sure. Is it okay if I start with that?
1: Yeah, let's go for it. So,
0: here, let me... um... I'll show you what I'm looking at here. Um, so, moonlighting. He was in. The, I he was, wanted
1: to watch the first episode of that, and I didn't have a chance before tonight.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get around to it either. But it's it's like a goofy. It is a very goofy um, sitcom. It's super goofy. It's like yeah. it's like on the level of like. it's the same unreality that like Beverly Hillbillies lives in like that level of um, of unreality you know what I mean where it's just like this off the wall goofy stuff not quite naked gun but kind of Okay. you know like it's just it's just goofy Um, so that, that was the other thing that was sort of revolutionary about Die Hard is that they took this comedic uh this comedic actor and put him in um, an action role. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't really done that before. And they didn't really take TV people and put them in movies. That was also right. something that they didn't. For really the longest
1: do. time, you either did one or the other or not, not both.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And deaf. And they definitely haven't, didn't really do the, here's the comedian doing an action thing. I mean, you could make the argument that Ghostbusters kind of did that. Because they, they took Bill Murray and put him in an action comedy. But that was, you know, I th- feel like Ghostbusters is a, is a little different. It's a little heavier comedy. Um,
1: yeah, so I, I, I would th- say it's a little light on action. I mean, they were all comedians. Like, most of them are, yeah. were on SNL, so.
0: Yeah. But I see his arc as being, like... So We've got, like, the first part of his career where he mm. did that stuff. Um, I mean, he did First Deadly Sin, The Verdict um but those were like bit parts um 87 he does blind date which i wanted to watch because that's a blake edwards movie blake edwards um you know that blake edwards did um uh he did uh like the stuff that we know him from are like the pink panther movies okay um just goofy, like right. very goofy stuff. So uh, a fine mess he did. Blind date. So blind date's another a, a comedy. And then the next the next year, um, Bruce Willis does Die Hard. Um, and then goes back to comedy with Look Who's Talking. So I sort of see this first part of his career as being like comedy, and then he does Die Hard, and they're like, oh, this guy can do like the Die Hard franchise, and. Bonfire of the Vanities I wanted to watch but I didn't get around to it. Um, it says it's a satirical black comedy. I haven't seen that. Hudson Hawk is another it's like another comedy thing. I feel like in the in the 90s he like he peaks probably with Die Hard. Sort of starts to wane. He does some some more action comedy things like Hudson Hawk and The Last Boy Scout. Well
1: and you can see it says also writer next to Hudson Hawk. Um, oh. <laughs> again so co-worker who is huge fan she was like yeah that movie tanked and didn't do well and it kind of killed his soul oh <laughs> like, interesting then he started doing more action movies and just kind of doing and like apparently now if you throw money at him he'll just do whatever
0: yeah that that's what i was gonna say is like he i feel like in 92 when he did death becomes her which was a um robert zemeckis movie that movie was not great and then it wasn't great but
1: i liked him in it he
0: he he was doing something different which i thought was cool yeah um and like uh like tarantino likes to do with actors 94 he does pulp fiction and i feel like that just like People are like, oh yeah, we really like Bruce Willis. We forgot how much we like Bruce Willis.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I didn't get a chance to rewatch, but that movie is so good. It's so so good. Oh my god, it's so good. And then he does Twelve Monkeys, which mm-hmm. was pretty. I remember it being pretty big. Um, and that's a Terry Gilliam movie, and he's still sort of like, you know, he's still he's still sort of. Back in the public consciousness, Fifth Element was a big deal. Um, Sixth Sense was a big deal. You know, he had these Armageddon. N- yeah, Armageddon was like, oh, like holy crap. Um, yeah, and then somewhere along the way, Hearts War starts to sort of go down. Sin City was pretty big for him, but like a- along the way, maybe after that he's in like red which wasn't that great moonrise kingdom was a good movie but um it's sort of like in the midst of his downfall kind of um where now he's doing these straight to straight to vod movies first kill acts of violence air strike oh, yeah. Rep- yeah down rep- here oh my gosh there's
1: like four of them like boom boom boom
0: yeah 10 minutes gone trauma center survive the night hard kill breach and then he's apparently gonna be in he's got one two three four five it's just like I I was gonna watch breach because or maybe it was hard kill. Um, I, one of them is on Netflix, and I, I, I watched the trailer, and I was just like, "Oh, this, this is not going to be good for Bruce." Mm. <laughs> um, so I don't know that I, I don't know that I succinctly defined what his career was like, but that's that's sort of the the arc that I see.
1: Yeah. Well, so I this is probably a good time to bring up my theory that I came up with while I was watching movies, which is.
0: Where are you by the way? Where I, is your I face? <laughs> i cannot find you okay um, anyway.
1: so the theory is that bruce willis movies aren't necessarily good because of bruce willis yeah uh, like the one some of the so the top one right Let the talking about i you know i did the poll and i did actually like tally up the one that was most voted on or voted as their top movie uh, was fifth element and that was the one i re-watched and even before i was like i already had the theory going of like you know the big movies that you would name that i would name at least he is far overshadowed by the other people in the movie
0: which ones but which ones so
1: like fifth element right you're not watching fifth element for bruce willis you're watching it for chris tucker for gary oldman and for mila jovovich like they, yeah. they all they're the main driving like he's there right it's he's the guy he's the guy that things are happening to for the most part and yeah. it seems like the average guy but then mm-hmm. it turns out to really be some like special forces like air force something agent <laughs> whatever yeah yeah <laughs> um but like 12 monkeys right like before that brad pitt mm-hmm. was like pretty boy who'd really didn't do anything that was that outstanding like yes there were big movies right he had already mm-hmm. done interview with a vampire and some other stuff at that point but like not like you know he's he plays a patient in an insane asylum mm-hmm. so you know it was a big step out and like maybe even what made people consider him for things like fight club
0: mm-hmm yeah because because you could see that he could play he he does his his like fast talking brad pitt shtick in that movie which he also does in fight club for sure yeah like yeah
1: so i mean you know he's the more not the more memorable because you know i mean bruce willis is the star of the the thing but he like to me is the more memorable person out of that you know
0: or yeah go go ahead i I, i'll i'll circle back to that one because i i have other thoughts about that but go ahead
1: uh, pulp Fiction right like Pulp Fiction is definitely one where it's like oh yeah Bruce Willis it was a good movie but like the two people you remember or three people are Samuel L. Jackson John Travolta and like Uma Thurman
0: I guess so I guess so I think it lands differently for me because I, I feel like I, for me anyway like I feel like especially in those movies 12 Monkeys I thought he was Really good in that. I just rewatched that yesterday. I think. Oh,
1: that was one of the ones I wanted to rewatch, and I hadn't, I hadn't had a chance to because I wanted to go for things I hadn't seen yet.
0: Yeah, Twelve Monkeys. Let me, uh, let me. So the the movies that I that I watch, I watch Unbreakable uh, again. I watch Unbreakable, Die Hard, Bandits, Last Man Standing, Twelve Monkeys. I watched Um,
1: Unbreakable. Yeah, and I watched Death Becomes Her. That was the other movie I hadn't seen before.
0: Oh yeah, and I watched Death Becomes Her also. I forgot to mention that. I did watch that one. Yes, I watched Jeff Becomes Her too. Um uh, 12 Monkeys, if I were to give out awards, right? Twelve monkeys is the one that right now Bruce Willis is the most relatable because the whole movie is about a guy who lived who's living through a pandemic who goes back into the past. <laughs> And it's like losing He's like am I crazy And he's like there, there's scenes Where I was just like oh my god I totally <laughs> it's like us going Back in time two years ago You could go to a movie theater that it, Like he's okay. Sticking his head out of a window and he's like The air feels so nice <laughs> Just like man this is Um, he's, he's Pretty good in it he does stuff In it that I that he doesn't really do in other movies like there there's a whole swath of that movie where he's been drugged and he's like drooling and sort of like yeah like um i feel like he's i feel like he's got like a lot of acting stuff in that movie that that he does um i i do agree with you that bruce wills is the he's a straight man and other people are sort of acting around him right yeah um but I feel like he's also the he he's the guy that you want to see beat up. I feel like Die Hard established him as that. So in Twelve Monkeys, he's getting he's getting like beat up repeatedly. In right. um in Pulp Fiction, he's getting like
1: because he, he's a boxer in that one.
0: Yeah, but yeah, also, he- but he gets hit by he no he does he hits. Marcellus Wallace with a car. He gets um, you know, he's all messed up from that. He gets uh gets kidnapped essentially, put in that basement in pulp fiction. He's he, and he's he's all like he's the guy that you he's he's the audience stand in for um, for getting beat up. Yeah. And we wanna see him beat up. That's what yeah. we want to see. We want to see him beat <laughs> up and we wanna see him uh um, conquer after that, you know. Yeah. So, um, so I guess I agree and disagree. Okay. But yeah. uh, yeah, uh, but go ahead. so of the ones that you watched?
1: Uh oh. So of the ones that I watched, you know, I I definitely like Die Hard the best. Um, and Fatal was one where, oh, God, when I rewatched it, I was like, this isn't as good as I remember. Mm, yeah. <laughs> which is really it was really sad and part of it like all right part of it may be that I was in the critical I was in a hypercritical mindset
0: yeah, yeah. um
1: because after having watched several Bruce Willis movies already where it's like god unbreakable he's got a marriage that's failing die mm-hmm. hard he's got a marriage that's failing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh fifth element starts out he's been dumped by a girlfriend and he's looking for the perfect woman and then gee literally the perfect being comes along all out of their, the sky yeah. yeah and in their two-day relationship they form this like whatever and end up having sex at the end of the movie and i was just like <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the on. manic pixie dream girl <laughs> stuff. Yes, yeah.
1: yes, exactly. Before that was like really a thing, and it was. It, oh my god. Yeah. That, not that great. Definitely. Yeah. That definitely. You know. Made it not as good. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, if you want, yeah, if you like interrogate the the relationship parts of his movies, even Pulp Fiction isn't good. Like his girlfriend in that movie doesn't have really a personality. She's just like i don't know i'm french <laughs> like her personality yeah, is she that she's a, french she wants she a wa-
1: hot belly or something and then he's talking <laughs> yeah. about like punching her in it <laughs> like...
0: yeah and he, he's he, he's basically like he's breaks a he flips out because she forgot his watch and
1: which now on that one like you can kind of understand when they tell the story about like the sentimental reason and like what he had to get through go through not he had to go through but what his dad or grandpa or whoever it was had to go through for him to have it but
0: yeah yeah but still, I don't yeah. know that I've ever <laughs> broke it thrown a lamp at somebody's head because they like forgot right. something that had sentimental value to me yeah. um yeah it's not it's not good um it's not good at all no, yeah. no.
1: so uh and I think I was a little surprised at it, it, it's still a fairly short movie.
0: Yeah, Fifth Alman is.
1: Yeah. I, um, I,
0: I think Luc Basson had, I think he wrote that. I believe he did. Um, and supposedly he had been writing that movie forever and <laughs> had like this enormous script. Um Co-written by Luc Besson. Okay, um, and it had some sort of enormous script. So I bet, I bet it was much longer. Excuse me, and um, and he, they were just like, oh yeah, we can't do this. You have to yeah. like chop this because well, they down. got
1: things like you know the fashion in the movie is designed by jean paul Gaultier, who i'm sure didn't do that for free like <laughs> oh who
0: is that i don't know who that is
1: uh very famous fashion designer
0: oh okay french okay. fashion
1: designer obviously um, okay uh and the costuming is cool right costuming is definitely cool in the movie but oh my it, god
0: <laughs> yeah it's it, it yeah it, i feel like it, it's like uh a... I feel like some movies exist more as just like spectacle and less like story, you know, it's like, don't, don't really think about this too much. It's just like, let it wash over you and watch weird stuff happen. Um, I remember at the time I was really excited that Tricky was one of the aliens.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know who that is. I was talking (laughs) about this. We're around the same age. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And nobody like the two people I was talking to are slightly younger and they were just like, oh, we don't know who that is. And I was no.
0: Like, it, yeah. If you're, if you're younger than us and weren't in high school at the same time as us, you sort of missed the whole trip hop scene of like people being into massive effect and tricky. And um, who's the other big one? I can't remember.
1: I don't know. Um, I just know I had a, a movie soundtrack. Uh, I think it was Crow's City of Angels. And it was a it had a song and it was tricky and Bush. had like collaborated on it and I loved the soundtrack and so that's how I knew and then of course yeah he was in fifth element then too but
0: yeah 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 the and yeah there's like there's like this five-year window where it was like oh man we're really into like drum and bass and trip hop and Mm, like yeah (laughs) it's like 95 or something I feel like um 95 to 97 and then it's just sort of all went away, yeah. nobody really talks about it anymore, yeah, um I feel like there's a i feel like there's this podcast called uh hit parade um it's a slate podcast where they talk about like these musical arcs, and I bet hit parade did a did an episode about the musical arc of um of like drum and bass and like house music and stuff
1: yeah, oh that'd be interesting,
0: yeah, yeah, so
1: up. you know it's one of those where <laughs> where then i'm i'm like oh maybe we maybe you shouldn't revisit movies from your past because like i honestly don't remember watching fifth element since the 90s
0: oh really i've seen it i've seen it since then for sure
1: so yeah it was kind of i mean like there are plenty of movies absolutely like i'm like yes i will watch this over and over like the goonies and the lost boys and things like that but i don't know that was one of the ones where it it was it just it was kind of like oh maybe I should have left that in my memory <laughs> yeah <laughs> just...
0: I think I, I, I think the biggest I think you're right about like the biggest thing is that it's very much like this male fantasy played out on screen and yeah. and Luke Besson has been like criticized about that and like basically like that he wrote the professional and professional is sort of similar it's like you know Natalie Portman and and what's his name the the French guy. Um, again, it's just it's just kind of it's not a fully realized p- person um, that that new he did a he did a new movie which, again, if you interrogate the relationship aspect of it is probably not great. but um, the I kind of liked it. The, um, let me, let me look up which movie it was uh oh oh and uh there's so i didn't know this there's a whole section on luke besant's wikipedia page that is rape allegations
1: oh mm, not great no
0: um valerian and the city of a south uh, of a thousand oh, planets yes 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 i liked how weird that movie was i um, didn't
1: watch it or i haven't seen it um i knew it was based on comic books i thought it was based on an anime maybe they made an anime out of the comic books but
0: um, um it's a science fiction series uh, uh valerian and loreline written by pierre Christin. yeah so i think the anime series was based on the comic yeah yeah
1: yeah but I Um, I haven't seen that
0: but yeah apparently Luke Basson, five women have made similar allegations against Besson
1: awesome so he's garbage like pretty much everybody else (laughs) (laughs) not everybody else but you know I mean it's like god every other day you're finding out about like what a shithead somebody else in like Hollywood or the music industry or whatever is so
0: yeah yep yep Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah, um, So uh, oh, one, one other thing about, about Fifth Element. Sure. So uh, com- the comic book artist Jean Mobius Gerard um, provided inspiration for the Fifth Element, which was another reason that that movie was a big deal, because Mobius is like this very well-known comic book artist who has not made many things, but mm-hmm. the things he has made, are just like these unbelievably weird and cool, like very out there sci-fi comics. Um, so it's another reason Fifth Element was a big deal. Also, right. have you ever seen the the um, cartoon movie Heavy Metal, the sci-fi yes. movie?
1: <laughs> yes, I watched it in high school.
0: Yeah, the 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 similarities between the character in that who also drives a cab that is also like in the future and the bruce willis character in this movie it's like Mm -hmm. it's like a a very much like a one-to-one um ratio
1: okay i don't remember the movie very well but
0: oh it's yeah it's it's probably one of those problematic ones that is i feel Best bad in the of, past yeah it's like it's probably problematic but man i remember it being like super cool yeah. um okay where did we leave off so uh so which ones did you rewatch?
1: oh so well that was the only one i rewatched. oh okay the other ones that i watched were uh death becomes her mm-hmm. which was fun right like it's still a fun idea yeah, uh, for for a concept, I'm just like at the, it's at the end of the movie. Spoilers for this like 30 year old movie. Yeah, spoilers uh, for
0: all these movies. Yeah,
1: where uh, where Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep are like at his funeral and like falling apart. Yeah, falling. and I'm just sitting here watching it, going, "Well, how the fuck does Isabella Rossellini, who I knew from the second she spoke before they even like showed her face." because she has such a recognizable voice and accent and because of how much I watched those green porno videos that she made.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know anything about that.
1: Have you? Oh God. These are, these are, she, I don't remember if she made them as an independent project or what, but it's, it's these videos where she's talking about the reproductive, uh, mating rituals and whatever of like insects and animals and th- and then she- but she is like she dresses up and is like the male of the species or whatever and like acts out this whole like weird
0: whoa yeah i did not know about that
1: i i will send you a link to...
0: <laughs> but what the bizarre! but and i
1: have made people many people at many different parties watch them
0: <laughs> that's so funny
1: but yeah. so she she is like immaculate, right? Like gorgeous, no peeling, no rotting after like having lived like hundreds of years. And but I don't know if it's because she's like the person making the like whatever so she can make all she wants or
0: I thought it was because she knew to take care of herself. Cuz she said she told them that. She was like you have to take care of yourself.
1: Right, but I mean, how what are they doing that yeah, makes them I so I mean, you know, well, well, they're dead. Just... Maybe
0: it's because they're dead. Maybe. Because they, they both suffered, you know, they, like, they they died. Right. And maybe because Isabel Rossellini didn't. The, this movie, by the way, has no internal logic. So me, like, justifying <laughs> the internal logic of this movie, you're right. But I think you could make the case that, like, she didn't get shot through the chest with a shotgun or whatever, you know? <laughs> right.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, and maybe she has her like uh, Fabio-like slaves. Maybe they know how to Keep have secret or, incantations yeah. or something. I don't know. I just, I felt like that movie, when else would a movie be that big and also be just like, like what other time? I don't feel like we could ever do that again where it's like, I, can we make a movie just based on like a joke? And like, by the way, you're not going to be sympathetic to any of the characters in this. Um, I kind of just need an excuse to like play around with some CG, and let's throw like these big name stars at this at this thing, and let them be big name stars and sort of just goofy. Like, what a weird, what a weird, weird big budget movie, right?
1: I'm sure if we really thought about it, we could probably come up with a few of those. Like, but, but yes, you know, it definitely wouldn't,
0: you could not get a movie like that made and put into theaters. It's not based on like a comic book anymore. You know, like, I feel like, I feel like it just wouldn't, I feel like it wouldn't happen. Now, Robert Zemeckis, in order to get his like enough budget to play around with CG, he has to remake The Witches. And like, Are they like it's got, yeah, yeah, that's on HBO Max now. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Just what a weird, it's like so bizarre. The tone of it is so repulsive to me. It was just like, I, they, they don't give you any, any likable person to latch on to until the very end. It's like you finally, at the end of it, you're like, "Oh, I can be sympathetic towards Bruce Willis because he sort of turned his life around." Yeah, but that's when I mean, he's dead.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can be somewhat sympathetic to him to a degree because he is like, you know, pushed around. But, but I mean, he did leave his wife for you know, to and be he a was famous plotting, actress.
0: If he's plotting to kill his current wife, yeah. and it's just yeah. like.
1: I feel like, I feel like in a weird way, they could have taken it further. Mm. Like, I, I appreciated the fact that they, they went with the whole weird angle of like, once they had basically killed each other, that the, the women were fine. That they were just like, oh, okay, I'm over it now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think they could have, like, I think they could have taken that joke further. Like, I think they really could have gone with it. But, you know, it was like they each got in, like, one good, like, not shot. I mean, yes, literally a shot in Meryl Streep's case. That's true.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being very bothered by that movie when I was a kid. I didn't get the tone. Like, I didn't get the, like oh this is funny like it's it's okay they're like killing each other but it's like it's like a it's like a bit it's like a funny thing right it struck this weird like scary dark tone for me when i was a kid that i was just like i don't but they're all being like bad and there's no good guy and oh, no, I, I can I get that
1: yeah like yeah, if you're a I, kid and you're not really paying attention then all you see is like Lady, scary lady with her head backwards, and you know, like, and
0: they're all, and they're all like bad people. There's no like moral compass in the movie, you know? So it was, it was a very hard, and I like, my parents just put me in front of a TV and we had like, we had cable and HBO and everything. So I would just watch whatever, right? You know, as we previously learned in our, in our movies that scarred us for life podcast where. I watched The Exorcist and The Fly at like 8 years old. Um yeah. But but I did I did like that Bruce Willis's character was different than he is in the other stuff. Like he was yeah. like kind of sniveling. It was like what it was kind of a weird casting for him.
1: And and I, kind of funny. Like he was yeah. kind of funny in that. And so it was I guess actually if we're talking about like we talked about his like career arc, he was going back to back to comedy yeah kind of a shame that he did get drafted into doing like so much more action
0: yeah yeah it would have been interesting to see if he would have done more more like physical comedy stuff somebody sent me a clip of because i asked for like favorite bruce willis scenes on my facebook post and -hmm. somebody sent me this clip of him on friends um it's similar joke writing to apologies if you like this show, but like it's similar joke writing to like uh, big bang theory where it's not actually a joke. It's just like, it's just like, like big weird movements. And then Ross is like repeating these big weird movements to him and I'm watching it. And like, I guess the humor lies in just Bruce Willis making a weird noise but it like there's nothing beyond that and okay it's, it, it's just it's such a weird bad not funny scene of him on friends
1: i never i never got that into friends like i've yeah, seen you know things of it and it, there it's funny but you know like i yeah it wasn't was it,
0: it wasn't my thing i was a seinfeld that's Still, am a Seinfeld fan, and I feel like you don't get many people who are into Seinfeld and also into Friends. Yeah, I feel like those are—it's like you don't cross that divide. Um, yeah. So, what? I um, I just saw the weirdest comment when I asked when I asked for a Bruce Willis scene.
1: Oh, what was the comment?
0: I I'm not gonna say. Oh, okay. It just doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, okay. So, what, what other? So, you watched Death Becomes Her for the first time. What else did you uh, yeah. watch for the um, first time? What
1: did I, oh, the other. The, so, the last movie, not the last movie, but the last one that, that we can talk about because it's the last one I watched um, was Unbreakable.
0: Oh, and you'd never seen it?
1: I had never. I think I saw it a long time ago. Oh, I okay. Think I saw it like. Not too long after it came out. I remember I worked at a camp in Tennessee and, and the people that I was sharing a house with, I think were watching it. So I think I've at least seen parts of it. If I haven't watched the whole thing, I just didn't really remember it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, it's one of those where I was not that big of a fan of it. Yeah. It just, to me, it ended and it felt like half a movie.
0: Yeah. The, well, the and
1: I mean I know it's part of a trilogy, right? Like there's Split and and Glass, but like Split didn't come out until like seven years later.
0: Mm. No, it, longer than that, I think, because um, yeah, th- what I remember about um, what I remember a- about Unbreakable is that was the point. Like he did, he had no plans to to make it um, into something else because from what i remember m night schmilan said um the best part of superhero movies are the origin and he just wanted to write like the slowest origin story that he could of of a superhero character and then just leave it at that um which i i so i rewatched this this was one of my favorite movies for a long time and then i rewatched it and i was like there's some unintentional comedy in there. It's like they play it a little too. It's like too self-serious. Mm-hmm. Um, the shots, I think, are still really good. Like he does a lot of. Um, he does a lot of framing in that movie, where you're looking at Bruce Willis like through a doorway, or right. like he always manages to put him in a frame, like somehow trying to like evoke the like you're looking at a comic book and like comic book panels and stuff mm-hmm. and this movie is also well before the like superhero movie renaissance
1: oh yeah yeah it was before like shortly after that is when x-men came out the 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 toby mcguire like uh yeah. spider-man um uh, what was the next one that came after that uh, iron man might have been the, the next like like as far as avengers goes and bringing about the like real major like yeah um yeah oh, yeah. yeah spider-man
0: shit anyway
1: yeah. but oh oh batman returns like batman returns but again like batman has been you know a steady thing for you know like decades it's just
0: Batman Returns was in the nineties, yeah. That, I mean that, that stuff came before came before Unbreakable. Not Batman
1: Returns, sorry. Uh Batman Begins.
0: Right, yeah. Batman Begins. Yeah.
1: Um, but even still, I that was way later. Yeah. Wasn't Batman Begins like Batman Begins was like 10 years ago or earlier? Like let's say like 12 maybe?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. There the um I just looked it up, split. So Unbreakable came out in 2000 mm-hmm. but came out in 2016
1: oh god so it was 16 years later jesus Christ. yeah
0: yeah and then 2019 glass i haven't watched i haven't watched those two i want to i want to watch those um, i do
1: too like i kind of want like all right now if you intend to tie them together i kind of want to finish it and i i really like james mcavoy like yeah, i think he's yeah, yeah. fantastic so uh
0: yeah He's good, um, yeah. but yeah, I felt I felt similarly. Like I, I previously I thought Unbreakable was like super good, um, and this was after he made the Sixth Sense with um, with M Night Shyamalan. Right. Um. So it was like, oh look, it's sort of like Sixth Sense Part Two, you know? Yeah, um, and
1: but it was before everybody got sick of like the twist endings that he always does, and. In-
0: I yeah be. <laughs> we yeah I feel like he gets a little bit of a bad rap personally but um I feel like people are a little too mean to him because I his movies don't do as well certainly as like um Christopher Nolan but it's like everybody tolerates Christopher Nolan's like it's a dream within a dream. Whoa! You know, like yeah, dude. Or you know, the gun shoots itself backwards or whatever the heck tenant tenant is about. It's just like fine, we get it. Oh, he it's he's teleporting himself but he's dying each time i don't know i i like have very little tolerance for him but i feel like i feel like it's a little bit of a double standard and i guess if i wanted to be like i think if i really wanted to push somebody's buttons who was like if i was having this conversation with an imaginary person and we're like comparing those two directors i'd be like yeah you're just gonna side with the white guy you're not (laughs) sure you're just you're just holding the indian director to a different standard right you know um so i think i
1: think it's just that signs ruined it for me i think that was the you know like i
0: you didn't like the whole setup and payoff and stuff
1: no i didn't i really didn't the whole like everything happens for a reason no. that's why she always drank water that's why he always swang, swung his bat at every you know like pitch mm-hmm. like oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> like, you know and this is coming from somebody who like you know goes to a church that believes in predestination like it's <laughs> like and even I thought it was that was a little too heavy handed I
0: don't know why I don't know why I just like I, I, I'm I forgiving of, of M. Night Shyamalan sins more so than i am in other directors
1: but no i liked i liked the village and that came out after signs yeah i I I like the village too a chance
0: yeah yeah i feel like he's still got some good i feel like he could still crank out some good stuff that's what i think i feel like maybe if you pair m night Shyamalan with like pair him with somebody else i think maybe give him a different maybe maybe like either he writes and somebody else directs i bet i I bet he could crank out something super cool if you sort of diluted him a little bit with somebody to like rein him in, you know? Right. I feel like he, I feel like he would he I feel like in another reality he would like be cranking out very good movies.
1: Right. I feel um, like that <laughs> I feel like that's like a like with Tim Burton, if you could get Tim Burton to stop casting Johnny Depp and Helen and Bonham Carter, like maybe people would really start like appreciating him again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that's a yeah. whole
1: other like tangent, but yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. The, there's these, there's the, it, it, it's like, if only directors, you know, like just, just stop doing that one thing. Yeah. And it would be amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, uh so okay so you watched that what what else did we already go over all of them
1: Yeah, no, no? no that was it because i i just didn't have time to do yeah well, yeah Monkeys yeah he's on my list there's um, so m-
0: he's been in so many movies so i yeah. watch so i watched death becomes or we talked about that right. we talked about unbreakable i watched that we talked about die hard bandits um I, I watched that one that was on some streaming service i think it was on amazon prime maybe um Bandits is a movie he made with Billy Bob Thornton and a very young Kate Blanchett, and she's Kate Blanchett is playing like a straightforward like female character, not like a weird elf princess. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it's like whoa, she could just play like a human being. Weird, I didn't right. know. Um, and it was it was by Barry Levinson the guy who made rain man. Um, okay. And it's this, it it's, it's again, it's, I feel like you couldn't get a movie made like this, maybe like, maybe like a direct to Netflix type of movie, but it's ba- it's basically like a heist movie. And the premise is what if the, what if the guys who are doing the heist, um, kidnap the bank manager the night before, and that's how they rob the banks.
1: Okay.
0: So it sort of follows like Billy Bob Thornton and, and Bruce Willis are these are these like bank robbers. And that's kind of it. You're just like they go from like bank to bank. It's kind of funny. There's not really much like danger. They're mm-hmm. they're criminals, but they're they don't hurt anybody. They like they're making jokes and like eating dinner with with the people that they've kidnapped. Okay. And there's sort of like these like good-natured bank criminal guys. Huh. And then like at the end of the movie, the the other the weird part about that movie is that Kate Blanchett is the love interest for both of them, and her take on it is that the character's take on it is that she can't decide between the two of them cuz she says you're two halves of like, if you just put the two of you together, you'd be the perfect man. Right. And I feel like the weird choice that this movie makes at the end, spoilers for this movie, is that at the end of the movie, they're in this, like, triad together. Yeah. Like So,
1: like, early, like, poly representation in movies?
0: Sure. Um,
1: question mark? <laughs> sure.
0: But, but there's no, like... But there's no, like, crossover. Like, like it's not like he's making out with him. It's like...
1: Oh, right. Like, like it doesn't have to be, you know,
0: like... But okay. she's... Like, the end of the movie is... um. Oh, January Jones is in it, too. Like, a, has a very small part. Okay. Um, she was in Mad Men, the, um, the yeah, wife hi. in Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're standing at her wedding, and she's, like, in between the two of them, and, like kisses one and then kisses the other and then like the credits roll <laughs> it's just like just like a very like weird delightful that i don't know about delightful but just like weird low stakes nobody gets hurt here's a clever yeah. heist idea huh. um very just what a. it's so odd it's just so it's just so weird. Not that. Not that like polyamory is a weird concept. The movie is weird. It's like what? What did it think it was doing? Like right. You just kind of string us along for two hours, and then at the end, it's kind of done. Um, good. I feel like it would be a good movie to watch with your like grandparents. Okay. They would be like, "Oh, that was fun. What's for dinner?" You know. <laughs> um, uh, and then I watched Last Man Standing which was uh, like a noir movie. Have you ever seen um, uh, Miller's Crossing, that Coen Brothers movie? No. No. Um, So this is similar to that movie, but it's kind of like, let's put Bruce Willis in like a Casablanca type movie. Okay. Um,
1: I'm not even familiar with like noir. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, it, It was Christopher Walken was in it. So another another Bruce Willis Christopher Walken movie, okay. um, it was fine. Again, yeah. probably I feel like he's good at making these movies. Like his movies are not great. I agree with you. However, I feel like what he does is make good movies for just everybody. Like okay. if you're if you're with uh you're at Thanksgiving and you got like. People of like every political affiliation, and you're just like, well, Armageddon's on. You like,
1: <laughs> right. who doesn't like, who doesn't like Armageddon? Yeah, I mean, one you, character in there, right? Like, yeah, you're like Owen you, Wilson or Steve Buscemi, or, right?
0: You're gonna, you're, you're not gonna probably love it. I mean, I don't know, I, I have never met somebody who, who Armageddon was their favorite movie, but you know, you, you're like yeah. Let's all watch this. <laughs> it's a decent way to pass two hours. And then you laugh two or three times and like you're done, you know?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I feel like that's what he's very good at. And in that in that stage of his career. Now, who knows? I haven't seen those VOD movies.
1: Yeah, I haven't. I I, I have to go back to look at the list to see like what what the the newest movie he's been in i've seen yeah um
0: i think in this it might be
1: breakfast of champions which was super weird
0: Mm. yeah based off of the kurt vonnegut yeah he was in breakfast of champions
1: he yeah he is he is kilgore trout in that movie weird yeah, and I, I mean, I've only seen part of it. I don't—I didn't see the whole thing. And that part was just enough for me to go like, whoa, what the hell is this? Um,
0: Are you sure? I don't even yeah,
1: see no, it. I'm 100% sure.
0: What year was that? I don't see it listed. It
1: is... Okay, well, I was oh,
0: 1999.
1: Huh. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Then obviously I've seen other things since then. Never mind
0: yeah i think the i've seen him in lucky number 11 was actually pretty good you wouldn't think so but I, I i thought that was pretty good i saw him in that he was decent in grindhouse um uh i don't remember the expendable movies at all moonrise kingdom he made in 2012 i think that oh, was looper looper was one. great
1: i liked looper and uh, again that's one of the ones where i'm like oh i'm afraid to rewatch this and, I, and I also don't remember how much of it is actually jo- joseph gordon levitt like how yeah. much of it is bruce willis in the movie and how much of it is just joseph gordon levitt being younger bruce willis
0: i mean that's a ryan johnson movie i feel like that movie's gonna hold up that's not yeah. that that's not that old right well,
1: and, yeah that, wasn't that old so i mean you know was,
0: 2012 also yeah yeah yeah. Um uh, for me in this in this watch around this group of movies that I watched, mm-hmm. I got to say my favorite performance from him was in 12 Monkeys. Like hands down. Okay. Uh, even above Die Hard, which I thought was surprising, okay. but just that that 12 Monkeys is so good. It's just so good.
1: So worth worth watching again then.
0: Especially now. Okay. especially it is very time uh appropriate right. we're going through a pandemic it's a movie about a pandemic it's like it and the insanity that he goes through the ups and downs I feel like mimics my own insanity <laughs> with <laughs> like okay month one I got this this is yeah. fine you know month three I'm like pacing you know no and then i like recover okay no i got into like a different exercise routine month eight (laughs) like month 10 fuck that exercise routine i'm gonna like eat peanut butter all the time (laughs) and never go outside you know right Yeah. so yeah it's a very good movie okay yeah Yeah, i think i might
1: i might have to wait a little bit just because i i don't watch as many movies lately like yeah. a lot of it is tv so it's kind of weird to be like i just watched like four movies recently. Yeah.
0: So, yeah 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 well for you or our listeners like i 12 monkeys it's on hbo max it's it's good
1: so, okay and yeah. you know yay die hard two thumbs up for somebody who hasn't watched it ever and this is well, Almost thirty did, years after it's been made.
0: Did your partner watch it with you, or?
1: Yeah. Well, he had seen it before, and he yeah. he was like, "Oh, yeah, it's good." <laughs> so I yeah. was like,
0: "Oh, okay." Did he like watching it with you? Yeah. Is he like a fan?
1: Um. No, I I don't think so. Oh no. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. What, what movies does he usually like?
1: i I'm trying to think. We have a lot. We have a lot of the same DVDs. Like when oh, okay. we've been together. Yeah. Um. So like um. Oh my god, why did my brain just suddenly forget his name? Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. So we had oh, okay. we, like hot fuzz um in you fact-
0: in my in my brain you you fit into this category of like drama e person and I feel like like as in you were in drama club. I, oh, I yes. it, and <laughs> so th- your I feel it just in my head. I'm like, oh, I know what move. I know where our. I know where we will not overlap. You know. Okay. It's like. Ooh. It's like nobody. I like you and I talked about. Um, Hedwig.
1: Oh yes. Yes, which tra- and, and I will say, like thinking about it, like later, uh, I I I will absolutely agree on some points that you made about it being like body horror and things like that. And
0: Jesus, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, uh, what, you know, and also there's ages, like ages, when you watch things and, and stuff of like course, that, also makes of a course. big difference.
0: There's but there's like a there's like a there's like a drama kid tone to that movie. There's like a draw. <laughs> you know, it's like I. I well, it kind was a
1: Broadway of, show, right? So, I mean, yeah. it, like, you know, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that stuff does not resonate with me. It's just like... And there's there's an aspect of that, I think, in Simon Pegg's stuff, honestly. it's like okay. a little, It's like a little goofy. We're going to yeah. present you with this stuff, but we're not going to, like, be too attached to the thing that we're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Clever, but everything is kind of, like, out here, you know? not really yeah. going to get too dark or too deep it's just like am i shitting on it too much i'm not meaning no, to no no,
1: no 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 you're i mean it's you know i it's it's one of those because there are other people i've talked to and now i don't remember who this was oh it's it's so different co-worker than big bruce willis fan and we were talking about shauna the dead and she was talking about how how she couldn't watch it because it wasn't comedy enough for her oh like, i see it yeah. is a real zombie movie and it yeah. freaked me the hell out and so yeah. yeah
0: yeah he he he's able to make those movies that are like a spoof but also a distilled very good version of the thing yeah right like and that's a, and yeah it's it's hard for people to grasp that that tone yeah. sometimes so okay i don't know i'd have to yeah. go through
1: like yeah we're, we're major tangent that's okay but yeah i mean like i the, the our movie taste uh wes anderson we're both wes anderson fans
0: heck yeah. yeah yep yep um uh, should we t- do you want to end on the the top movies that were from your oh that were yeah, from sure because i
1: mentioned the one um yeah. fifth element had the most uh then after that hudson hawk
0: oh i which need to was, watch that again
1: yeah i hadn't i didn't know anything about it i hadn't heard of it so i was surprised at the number of people who that was their favorite like top movie for okay him. yeah um and die hard of course that was expected um mm-hmm. red which huh. i have not seen i if that could be a fun movie i'm sure right like I, that's the one with that's with all the action stars, right? With Stallone and Helen Mirren and all that. Yeah,
0: it, it, yeah, Helen Mirren, Carl Urban, Mary Louise Parker, Brian Cox, Morgan Freeman of course, John Malkovich, Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, um, and it's it's also I think what that movie has going for it is it was create it, it was based on loosely inspired it says based on the comic book by Warren Ellis. And Warren Ellis is like a huge comic book name. Mm-hmm. So a lot of yeah. people like that movie because of, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, that that might be worth watching again.
1: Uh, Twelve Monkeys.
0: Gotta love Twelve Monkeys. Um,
1: then after that, uh, it's a tie for Last Boy Scout and Whole Nine Yards.
0: I yeah, I I was I wanted to rewatch Last Boy Scout because I've a lot of movie podcasts cite that one. Um, it's Shane Black I think wrote that. The guy Shane Black is known for um lethal weapon i believe i'm not clicking fast enough here uh wait last boy scout um yeah 91 so it was pre uh 91 it was pre pulp fiction Mm -hmm. um bruce willis and damon wayans directed by tony scott tony scott's movies gotta love tony scott's movies but yeah um uh let me just double check shane shane black yep yep and shane black is a lot of people love his stuff lethal weapon lethal weapon 2 Mm -hmm. uh last boy scout nice guys everybody loved nice guys yeah
1: i need to watch that Uh, that is on my list of
0: it was okay it was okay
1: yeah. Oh, okay um let's see after that, is, uh, unbreakable pulp fiction armageddon those all had like two votes and then last man standing death becomes her and in country
0: in country let's look up that one real quick in country was i keep clicking too many times um in country
1: I feel like it's an early one if you're looking... Yeah, 89.
0: 89, uh, Bruce Willis and Emily Lloyd starring in it. Based on the novel by Bobby Ann Mason. Uh, Recent high school graduate, Samantha Hughes lives in Kentucky. Um, Her uncle, a veteran, suffers from PTSD. Uh... Where does Bruce Willis fit in, uh, Irene? I mean, I'm
1: assuming he's the uncle, right?
0: I don't think so because he's too young. Maybe it anyway. says Emmett
1: Smith and Earl Smith, so I mean, he's either the uncle or the dad.
0: Her uncle, yeah, no, plays the uncle. Yep, Uncle Emmett okay. Smith. Yeah, a late. Uh, he's a Vietnam vet.
1: Okay, and then apparently the father has also. Like, been to Vietnam and died.
0: Oh, and so, okay. this is
1: all about her trying to find out about her father and his experiences. So,
0: okay. Yeah. Um, I doubt I will ever watch that, but um, uh, uh, I'm looking up there. I discovered this site called the numbers.com, and you can look up how. Um, the box office returns on a movie are per actor.
1: Okay. Oh, interesting. Oh, so like, right.
0: So if they star
1: in the movie, then you can expect to make blah amount from the movie or, you know, whatever. It
0: it just, you're able to sort by, you can compare, see on here, you can compare. So the, the movie that made the most that he starred in for domestic box office was six cents,
1: which makes sense.
0: 293 million i would have put armageddon above that honestly yeah i would have guessed and then over the hedge (laughs) is third what the hell that's a that's a i am i am shocked at this but now does that
1: does this account for part of this is like does this account for um you know, value of dollars like no,
0: this is this is a money at the time,
1: right? So you know, like uh, for some of these, depending on you know if it were made today, right? Like that might the numbers might be much higher, and it might be a different list.
0: I don't think inflation would cause like one hundred and forty million for look who's talking. I don't think it would. I don't think it would adjust it that much, no? like. okay. Uh, maybe maybe so but but I mean just sure but on the face of this though <laughs> look at this list though sixth cents Armageddon third is over the edge look who's talking is fourth like and then
1: live free or die hard not even die hard no like yeah
0: yeah um
1: in fact die hard is how far down it's like number 20 ish something like that
0: fifth element did was not that good domestically. Yeah. 63 million in 1997. Yeah. Um oh the siege is one I wanted to revisit, but I didn't I couldn't find it anywhere. That's one with Denzel Denzel Washington. I think uh yeah, I wanted to see that wanted to see that one um okay well we're we're getting into rambling territory as if we didn't <laughs> as if we weren't already but um this was fun i watch so many movies i've watched more movies this week than i have in a very long time
1: yeah me too it was weird <laughs> like that was my for the for the most part my my evening activity is like maybe watching a little tv and then like reading for two or three hours and then yeah, this week it's been like, oh, I'm now I'm watching a movie, and maybe I get to read for half an hour before bed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Imagine being a movie critic; you'd just be like, Here I don't I go. know how.
1: Yeah, you'd have to like absolutely love and live and breathe movies. I, I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot. It was a lot, but this was fun. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad we had an excuse for you to watch. Um, uh, Die Hard primarily. Me too. Yeah. Um okay well let me play our outro music if I can get it there uh-uh. okay so next time thanks for hanging out with us for our yeah. Christmas episode we'll talk to you next time maybe
1: whatever that is yeah,
0: yeah. okay bye, bye.